There's also another layer that we need to understand when we are communicating sympathy and we just stay in the expression of sympathy and we don't communicate empathy. When we only communicate sympathy, we may be solidifying the pain or suffering of the other person. And if the other person is telling us an experience of trauma, then we may be solidifying that trauma for them. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach who's devoted to helping multicultural individuals and couples on the path of transformation transform their lives and relationships through conscious communication. I'm so grateful you are here, listening reflecting on your communication and learning transformative communication tools that can bring forth clarity, confidence, and compassion. In today's episode, I am going to teach you about the difference between communicating with empathy and communicating with sympathy. Before we go into the episode, though, I am recording this episode in August, and August is my birthday month. To celebrate, I am going to raffle a 45-minute communication coaching session, and you can enter your name to participate in the raffle. All you need to do is share with me at least one anecdote about how the Language Alchemy podcast has helped you in your communication. And how do you do that? Just go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday. That's it. languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday. You can share your anecdote with me, enter your name in the raffle, and help me celebrate my birthday. Thank you so much in advance. And now let's go to this episode and explore the difference between communicating with empathy and communicating with sympathy. If you've wondered about these two words, empathy and sympathy, and sometimes you feel confused about them and you're not sure how to use these words or even how to communicate with them, well, you are not alone. You may find yourself reflecting on an interaction and maybe you can't really tell whether you were being sympathetic or empathic with your communication. That's okay. A lot of people don't. Today, you are going to learn the difference and what each sounds like. Now, from the get-go, I want to address something that I get asked about often, which is, Alejandra, which adjective is the correct one? Empathic or empathetic? Do you say, I wanted to give my partner an empathic response? Or do you say, I wanted to give my partner an empathetic response? The truth is that you can say either. They're both accurate and correct. So it's your choice. I personally prefer empathic because it's shorter than empathetic, but it's really a matter of preference. You can use them interchangeably. And 
If you, like me, like knowing about the history of words, then just know that the word empathic is older than the word empathetic, just by three decades. But they both showed up in the English language in the beginning of the 20th century. So they're not that old. But their noun, empathy, that appeared a hundred years earlier. Okay, now that you know a little bit about the history of these words, in this episode, I am going to use the term empathic because, as I said, it's my preference. And now that we got that out of the way, let's talk about empathy and sympathy. People get confused by these two words because of how similar they sound. And this is because their etymologies come from the same root. According to the online etymology dictionary, both words come from Greek, with the root of each word being pathos, meaning suffering, emotion, feeling, sorrow. When we look at the etymology of empathy, we have M, which in English would be in, and pathos, which is feeling. So empathy means in feeling, in emotion, in suffering. You could also say in sorrow. For example, when you find out that a dear friend of yours didn't get the promotion they were hoping for, and you know your friend feels disappointed and sad, you understand how they feel. Because at some point in your life, you've also felt a sense of disappointment and sadness. So you know what it's like to be in that feeling, in that experience of sorrow or suffering that your friend is having. But of course, there are all kinds of feelings. And when you are feeling empathy and communicating empathy, you may also communicate empathy about something that's really wonderful. Say, for example, that your kid applied for a school they really wanted to go to, and then they get a notification that they've been accepted. Your kid is ecstatic, elated, so, so happy. You completely understand your kid's feelings, and very likely, you also feel the ecstasy, the elation, the happiness that your kid is feeling. So you are in the same kind of feeling with your kid. Now, when we look at the etymology of the word sympathy, which by the way, is about 300 years older than the word empathy, the word sympathy also has the same root, pathos from Greek. But this time, in the beginning of the word, we have sim which also comes from Greek, and it means together with or alike. The etymology of sympathy then means to have the ability to be together with someone else's feelings. But the big difference here is that when we have sympathy, the feelings we're focusing on are mostly feelings of pain or sorrow. So when we use sympathy in our communication, we use it in relation to emotions about someone's troubles, pain, or suffering. And you may be thinking there's another meaning of the word sympathy that refers more to having a like taste 
opinions, dispositions, like when you say that you are sympathetic towards a cause or an organization. In this case, it means that you support or approve of the organization or the cause. But what I'm focusing here is on the first meaning of that word, the one about sharing someone else's feelings, especially feelings of suffering and sorrow. So in the example I just gave you, when a friend of yours didn't get the promotion and you feel sympathy for them, you feel sorry for them, for their experience of suffering and pain. I want to make sure you are clear about the difference between empathy and sympathy. So I'm going to give you some examples for you to get a feeling of what they sound like and what it might be like to receive an expression of empathy or sympathy. Let's go back to the example of your friend who didn't get the promotion. When you feel empathy, you say something like, oh, you didn't get the promotion. You work so hard for it and you have all the skills to get that promotion. I know that and you know that. I can't imagine how disappointed and upset you feel about this. Is that how it is for you? Now, if what you feel is sympathy, you may say something such as, oh, you didn't get the promotion. Poor you. That sucks. I'm really sorry that happened to you. Can you notice the difference? When you express empathy, you are in the feeling or trying to be in the feeling with the other person. When you say something such as, you work so hard for it, and I know you have all the skills to get that promotion, you are showing that your intention is to look at the situation in the same way and perhaps with the same emotions that the other person is experiencing. Then, when you say something like, I can't imagine how disappointed and upset you feel about it, you are letting the other person know that you are being in it with them. When you express empathy, you accompany the other person in their experience. Or we can also say that you try to find out how the experience is for them. You don't talk about how it is for you. In the example I just gave you, when you ask a question like, how is it for you? You are conveying that you don't know the exact feeling that the other person is having and that you're trying to understand what emotions, what feelings they are experiencing. In this sense, we could say that when you express empathy, you and the other person are equals. Your expression shows that the other person is having feelings and that you are noticing the other person's feelings. In other words, you are noticing the experience the other person is having without judging the experience as good or bad, without adding any opinions about their experience. In a nutshell, empathy is about understanding or trying to understand. There's an old proverb that is a great example of empathy. And it goes like this. You can't judge a person until you've walked a mile in their shoes. So one way of remembering empathy is that when there's empathy, there is 
no judgment. Now, how about sympathy? When you respond with sympathy and say something like, poor you, that sucks. I'm sorry that happened to you. You are conveying that you are with a feeling that may be similar to what the other person is experiencing and that you yourself feel badly or sorry that the other person is suffering or going through a painful experience. So sympathy is a little bit more about you and not so much about the other person. When you express sympathy, you are expressing concern for someone when you believe that something bad happened to them. And while it's beautiful to feel concerned for others, sometimes others are not feeling sorrow, pain, or suffering. So when they hear that you are sorry about their experience, there could be a sense that they're being judged by you. And when there is judgment, you and the other person are not equal. It's like you are a little bit above them or the other person can even take it as they are below you. When someone tells you about a difficult or a painful experience and your response is only sympathy, you may be implying that the other person's life is terrible or what happened is worse than what the person may be experiencing, or even that the person doesn't have the capacity to overcome this experience, whether it's a difficulty, a challenge, or that they can't get out of their pain. And there's also another layer that we need to understand when we are communicating sympathy and we just stay in the expression of sympathy and we don't communicate empathy. When we only communicate sympathy, we may be solidifying the pain or suffering of the other person. And if the other person is telling us an experience of trauma, then we may be solidifying that trauma for them. Let's talk about how it is for the person receiving your expression of empathy versus receiving your expression of sympathy. I've been learning about and exploring empathy and sympathy for decades now, because when I studied nonviolent communication, nonviolent communication has a lot of teachings about empathy. In my experience, receiving empathy, giving expressions of empathy and teaching others to communicate with empathy, most of the time what I have seen and felt is a sense of comfort. So when others receive empathy, they are likely to feel comforted. But it's rarely the case with sympathy because when someone hears, oh, I'm sorry you had that experience, that sucks, that's terrible, that's really bad. What I have experienced and what I see when people receive the I'm sorry, the that sucks, that's terrible, is that the person receiving that usually says thank you and they quickly try to move on to something else. Now, if there are people in your life with whom you would like to be close to, but you notice that 
they're not being completely real with you, meaning that they don't share about their wonderful or challenging experiences with you. It may be because when they did share these experiences with you in the past, you responded with sympathy and not with empathy. So to get close to someone, something you can do is that when you listen to them, try to respond to their experiences with more empathy and less sympathy. Or you can start with sympathy and then move into empathy so that what stays and also what they remember and experience more of is empathy. And for now, I'm going to give you something to do. During this week, play around with these expressions of empathy or sympathy and notice how these expressions are received by others. Now, because most people are more used to expressing sympathy and not empathy, I'm going to devote the next podcast episode to giving you lots of examples about how to express yourself with empathy in a conscious and skillful way. And now let's recap what you've heard in this episode. Today, I shared with you that it's very common to confuse empathy with sympathy because both words share similar etymologies. They're both connected to the feelings someone else had or is having. I explained the etymology of both words. That empathy is an attempt to understand and be in the feelings of others, whatever those feelings may be while sympathy is to be together with what we believe are feelings of suffering or pain of others and express concern for those feelings or those experiences. I give you examples of empathic and sympathetic expressions, and I also shared more deeply about how these expressions may impact others. Finally, I encouraged you to communicate both empathy and sympathy this week and notice how each expression is received. Now, before I say goodbye, I want to remind you to put your name in the raffle to have a 45 mini communication coaching session with me by sharing with me how the Language Alchemy podcast contributes to your communication. This is the gift I'm requesting from you for my birthday. And my intention is to put some of these birthday gifts together in a gratitude podcast episode. If you'd like to give me a gift that will take just five minutes for you to do, just go to languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday and share your anecdote with me. I'm going to say it one more time, languagealchemy.com forward slash podcast birthday. Thank you so much for listening. I hope this episode was useful for you. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapel. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com. <laughs>